by the powers vested in me by the Federal Communications Commission, I command you to get on the microphone in a serious manner and continue this broadcast. Welcome to Cairo Nights, everybody. So if we're using this music to speak of a news story, we can play this as long as we want, right? As long as we're not a music station, we're not crediting the RIAA or whomever it is, according to the Institute of Artists and whatever. Um, We play this because today we lost Dean Daughtry, co-founder of the Atlanta Rhythm Section, keyboard player for this band. Oh, and this is one of those. Um, I don't know how, how you classify ARS. You know, it's a, a soft rock band, a yacht rock band. Some people like to call this, right? These guys open for the Who. These guys open for the Stones. I mean, these guys were musicians, musicians. And you know, here we go again. Another one. We lost another great rocker. Um, can you can you grab Imaginary Lover? You know, the, the, that album came out in, I think it was 76, with, with So Into You and Imaginary Lover. And these guys own the airwaves. Yeah, listen. anywhere near the same age as me this this music was like it was everywhere in our youth and these guys just oh. I don't care what what kind of music you're into that's you gotta appreciate that. that's good music Dean Daughtry one of the founding members of Atlanta Rhythm Section passed away at the age of 76 Lost a fight with cancer and uh, played for, for 49 years. He never missed a professional gig. Never. Had to stop touring up two, three years ago because of, uh, his, of his illness. His health forced him to retire a couple of years ago. He, before he founded the Atlanta Rhythm Section, he was part of a group many of you probably don't know, but when you know what they did, you will you will have to respect the accomplishments and the skill involved to do this job. He was a uh, part of a group called the Candy Men, and they were Roy Orbison's touring band. At 20 years old, 20 years old, Dean Daughtry was touring the world, playing with Roy Orbison. And and let's see, what year would that have been? Probably, you know, in, in the 60s, mid-60s, at 20 years of age. The guy is touring Europe with the great Roy Orbison. It's it's every day, every day, Matt, you know, more and more of our heroes. We said this far too often of late when David Crosby passed away last week, you know, that that we're losing our heroes and we shouldn't take it for granted how much musicians bring to our lives. You know, and, and it's I know we lose we lose the stars all the time and, and we lose family members too. I mean, I understand it's anytime somebody that you admire, even, you know, to hero status, 
whether it's a father, a, a mentor, a teacher, a friend, dear friend, you know, a, a mother, whatever it might be. It's, it, it, it hurts to lose people. But when the, these people bring back the music that these artists created that we lose, bring back these memories of your life, it, it just puts a, a timestamp on things. And it puts things into perspective of where we're at and, and how precious. I, f- I found a list, and this has been floating around on social media. And you guys have probably all seen this already. And it, it's a list of aging musicians who are still with us in 2023. And when, when you know, I saw this just after David Crosby passed last week and Christine McVie passed at the end of last year, and it's just, they keep coming. And it's one thing when someone passes away too young, but these these folks, for the most part, are living long, full lives, and I'm not sure, you know, how to how to make sure that these, these are, who, for example, Willie Nelson is 89 years old, 89. They're selling tickets to Willie and, and his son, Lucas. Lucas Nelson, they're selling tickets to a Woody... A will, excuse me, Woody, a Willie Nelson, Woody, good lord, a Willie Nelson concert in, I think it's in March of this year. This um, this amazing lineup of talent that's going to play a two day festival for Willie's ninetieth birthday. Willie Nelson's eighty nine. Let me. I'll start on the low. I'll start on the youngest end of this list. Okay. I'm going to just read, read through some of the names that are on this list and, and just how close we are to losing our heroes. Man, I know this is kind of kind of dark to read right now. Can you put some ARS behind this while I read this? Because maybe just you know give it a little, a little perspective. Stevie Wonder is 72. Peter Frampton is 72. Billy Joel is 72. Billy Squire is 72. They're 72. There you go. Now, the 73s, class of 49, Lionel Richie, 73. Bruce Springsteen is 73. That's right. This is Masters 4, right? There it is. This is actually Atlanta Rhythm Section's version of that song. Oh, is it? Okay, because because Dean Daughtry was part of the original band who put Spooky out. And and ARS did it. Okay, cool. Thank you. Bruce Springsteen's about to launch a global tour later this spring. He's 73. Steve, little Steve Winwood is 74. These are all artists that are still with us, and we're lucky to still have them, right? Alan Parsons, 74. Robert Plant is 74. Still touring with Alison Krauss. Alice Cooper still puts on eye makeup and puts on the most amazing live theatrical rock show you can imagine at 74. Stevie Nicks just announced she's coming to town. She'll play Lumen, right? Or no, is it Lumen or is she Climate Pledge? I'm not sure, but Stevie Nicks tickets going on sale, I think I think this week. Stevie Nicks, 74. The fact that these folks are still rocking like they are. Elton John just did his Farewell Yellow Brick Road tour. 75 at Elton John at 75. Uh, Stevie Nicks will be playing Climate Pledge Climate Arena. Pledge. Climate March. Pledge. Right, in March. Joe Walsh is 75. Still hasn't grown up. 
Joe Walsh is the youngest kid ever to walk the face of the earth. Joe Walsh is 75 years of age. It's Iggy Pop, who still looks better with his shirt off than I do. He's 75. You know, Barry, now, Barry Gibb, I'm not sure if you saw the, the Bee Gees piece that was out recently. There's a documentary, I think it was HBO that did it, about the history of the Bee Gees. And Barry's the last one of the Bee Gees. Barry's the last brother. Maurice and Robin are both gone. Barry's 76, but he's he's looking the part. He really is. He's he's eight, And losing his brothers, I think, you know, has has taken its toll physically and emotionally on Barry. And he's look he looks worse in the last. I don't mean that. That sounds so disrespectful. Age has caught up to him in the last few years after he's lost his brothers. I think from loneliness. Those three were inseparable. Linda Ronstadt, 76. And I know her health issues have been a real issue for her of late. Linda Ronstadt, America's sweetheart in the 70s. I mean, America's sweetheart. 76 years old. Pete Townsend of the Who, 77. Looking every minute of it, though, but they still just finished a massive world tour. Roger Hodgson, the Super Tramps, 70, 70, 71. Where's that at? Yeah, 71. He's, he's in the 77. I wonder if that's a typo. Anyway, Clapton is 77. Bob Seeger, 77, still touring. Debbie Harry of Blondie is 77. John Fogarty, 77. Carly Simon is 78 years old. Carly Simon. Ray Davis is 78. Boss Skaggs. Rod Stewart is 78. He still tours relentlessly. Rod Stewart tours relentlessly at 78 years of age. Peter Cetera of Chicago, 78. Mick. Mick is 79. The Stones just did a global tour at 79. Have you seen any of the recent Stones tour footage? He looks phenomenal. He still moves like Mick Jagger. Is he paying that $2 million to the people who can make you feel like you're 18 Oh, my again? God. I saw that story today. We'll talk about that in a little bit. So a multi-billionaire spends $2 bucks a year to, to stay young. We'll tell you some of the stuff this guy does to his body on a daily basis in order to cheat death and cheat, cheat time. He wants to feel like he's 18 forever. Anyway. Which reminds me of that great Joe Jackson song, 19 Forever. Do you remember that yes, one? Yes, I that do. That was a good song. Joe Jackson's not on this list, by the way. I hope it's because he's too young to be on this list and not just omitted from this list. Joe Jackson was adamant, though, about his right to smoke, so he wasn't doing his lungs any favors. Mm, no kidding. Roger Waters, still touring with the music of Pink Floyd, just toured last year, stadium tour, 79 years of age. Paul's 80. Sir Paul McCartney's 80 years of age. But he's not the, he's not the oldest living Beatle. Ringo's 82 and still touring with his all-star band at 82. Neil Diamond's 81. Paul Simon's 81. By the way, I just saw Neil Diamond about, I think it was four or five years ago now. And at that time, Neil Diamond was probably 76, 77 years of age, right? We saw Neil Diamond. We're lucky enough to see him, my wife and I. And it was at what was then the Key Arena, which has now, of course, been refurbished for Climate Pledge. So it was probably four or five years ago. And Neil Diamond took the stage, and it was it was interesting because... He did his show, and it was kind of done chronologically through his years because he had some very early hits in his career. Then he went on to do his later hits. But as the show started, Neil Diamond kind of sang very softly and almost spoke some of the lines and some of the lyrics of his songs. I'm thinking, oh, wow, Neil's voice isn't what, you know, it's not what it used to be. He He can't do it. And as the night built, Neil Diamond got stronger 
and stronger, and the vocals became more confident and more profound. And by the end, from the opening numbers where he was kind of talking and singing gingerly, you could tell he was babying his throat. By the end of the night, he is screaming, they're coming to America. And it's like bouncing off your spine. It's bouncing off the back walls of the arena with every bit of force the man ever delivered. He literally sang his voice into shape throughout the course of his show. It was a phenomenal thing to see. He is 81 years of age. Ringo's 82. Smokey's 82. Grace Slick is 83. Tina Turner's 83. And as I mentioned, Willie Nelson's 89. And they're still with us. So if you get a chance to see, if you get a chance to see your hero, I don't care if they're on the rock and roll list or, or, or whoever they are. Paul Anka's touring. I saw an ad for Paul Anka. How old is he? Seriously, he has got to be in his 80s. He's got to be. And he's still putting it out there. And you know, and they're showing video, uh, they're showing recent video of Paul Anka, right? You can tell he looks he looks his age, but he's belting out my way. You know, and 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 the hits that he's known for and, and he's wrote so much music. 81 years old. Anka? Yeah. Yep. Incredible. Incredible. I guess my point being if you get a chance to go see your heroes in concert, go see them. You know, spend spend the money. I know concerts are ridiculously expensive these days. And we have the story about Ticketmaster and the congressional hearings about Ticketmaster and how the system of, uh, you know, Ticketmaster and Live Nation have uh, teamed up to build this monopoly that just crushes their fans. The whole Taylor Swift debacle of last summer. But whatever the cost, man, if you get a chance to go see your heroes before they're gone, I strongly recommend going to see your heroes. That's easy to say when you can afford to go to a show. Keith Richards, 79, was not on that list. You know, I was wondering when, when Keith was going to pop up. They mentioned Mick, but not Keith. Well, I guess because Keith is still, officially Keith is still a, an adolescent. Parts of Keith are very, very young. Keith Richards, I love that joke. You know, when, when, the, when the bombs dropped, all that will be left is Keith Richard and cockroaches were the only thing that survives nuclear holocaust i saw a picture once said keith richards and his one of his early pets and it was he was holding a, a velociraptor a baby velociraptor i mean that's keith richard is a force of nature uh texter 425 says her hubby and i saw burt backrack in 2019 at benaroya i bet he was 92 i bet he was phenomenal I love that uh, album he did with Elvis Costello, uh, Paint From Memory, I oh, think Oh, yeah, yes, yes. It's really good. See, now, Burt Backrack is from my mom's era, right? So I was a, I was a young kid growing up in a home that my, my mom's favorite was Dionne Warwick and Burt Backrack playing together. That kind of music, oh. Paul Anka's coming to Muckleshoot, February 23rd. That's what it was. I knew I saw it. I knew I saw the ad. The texters tonight, very, very helpful, as always. Uh, 888-973-5476 is the text line. A plant-based diet will extend your life 10 to 12 years. And we're talking, I guess, about the billionaire, because we mentioned it this afternoon during Cairo Middays, and I know I think that uh, that John and Sherry were talking about the same gentleman. His name is Brian Johnson, not the guy from ACDC, not to be confused. When you look at this guy, you, if you see a picture of him, you'll know he is not the guy from ACDC. And I love Brian Johnson from ACDC, that is. We'll talk about this guy, but we can bring, we'll do that next. We'll talk about this guy next, and we'll give you a little pre, pre, uh, precursor on this, a little preview of this guy. If you had all the money in the world, if money was no object to you, because that kind of puts things in perspective. When you read that a guy spends $2 million a year of his, of his wealth on 
his physical health and trying to cheat death or beat the system. He wants to feel like he's 18 forever. He wants his blood work to be perfect. He has the diet. He has the doctors. He has the whole nine. And he does it on a daily, every minute of his day is spent to try and not age, basically. Brian Johnson. He's a multi-billionaire who made his fortune. He created a a pay system similar to PayPal, and I think he sold that to eBay, and it's the way that eBay monetizes all of their users. That's how this gentleman made the untold money that he holds every day. And he invests $2 billion a year on his own personal health. Somebody wrote George Thurgood. Well, how old is Lonesome George? That's a great question. John Mayall's 89. Oh, Billy Vera's, Billy Vera's 78. Wow. How about Ozzy? That's a great question. Ozzy's not on that list. Thurgood is 72. Th- George, Lonesome George is 72? Yep. And I just saw him this past summer playing a show down at the White River Amphitheater, and he had every move he's ever had. Of course, he's a blues man, and it's not like the blues men are out there, you know, smashing guitars and sticking them through amplifiers. Lonesome George could probably play. Blues men go forever. Blues men, I got to go play till they're 100. Maybe that's why Keith Rich is doing so well. Here we go. Part of Willie Nelson's secret to success, plant-based diet. Yeah, yeah, it is. Amen. Um, I'm going to tr- look into that where uh, Lucas and Willie are playing Willie's birthday shows. I'll give you that skinny, too, because the lineup in that show is incredible. Incredible. Somebody wrote Air Supplies playing the Air McQueen on Valentine's Day, as they always do, right? Air Supply always comes through. Mm. I it's thought com- they were all out of love. <laughs> I'd be lost with them. You know, I'd be if they didn't come. Now, they, they're, they're a guilty pleasure for a lot of people. Air Supply. And that and the Little River Band, another band too many people love and won't admit it. It's Cairo Nights. I'm Spike O'Neill with Matt Butler. We'll be right back after these. And I believe Joe Jackson came in at 62. Did I see that? On the text line? Somebody texted in with Joe Jackson's age. I thought I saw that anyway. I should look at that and make sure I get this right. Uh, quite a few names were missed from that list, by the way. And I, I grabbed that real quick off social media. And I don't mean to I don't mean to just poke fun at folks older than myself. Because none of these guys are that much older than me, by the way. Somebody asked about Ozzy Osbourne, 74 years of age, still playing, still touring. Neil Young is 77. Stephen Stills is 78. As we think about CSNY, having just lost David Crosby. Roger Daltrey of The Who, they just finished a tour. I mentioned Pete Townsend, 77. Daltrey will be 79 on March the 1st. Stephen Tyler of Aerosmith is 74. Still rocking out. Buddy Guy. 86, still touring. John Mayall was a veteran of the Korean War. John Mayall's Blues Breakers. Mm. Ann Wilson, and I hate to even bring this up because you never speak of a lady's age. 72. 
Ann Wilson, who can still hit every note she ever tried to hit. Ugh. Texter talked about the Yardbirds. You know, we just lost Jeff Beck last week. Clapton, Beck, Jimmy Page, all Yardbirds. Texter mentions David Crosby with the Yardbirds, too. I wonder if that's correct. I have to look into that. I have to look into that one. Yep. We have uh, we have been losing far too many of our heroes. So my point being, you know, you're not going to stop the march of time. So go see your heroes if you ever get a chance. Spend the money. See your heroes. We'll talk about Ticketmaster making that harder a little bit later tonight. But we did mention uh, tech mogul Brian Johnson, 45 years of age. This guy wants to have the body of an 18-year-old. I'm not going to make any joke about how much cheaper it is to get the body of an 18-year-old if you just go to the right places in Vegas. That being said, Brian Johnson, tech mogul, who did make his money by creating a, a I think it's called a Braintree Payment Solutions. He sold his company, a payment processing company, sold it to eBay for about $800 million in cash and part of eBay. Now he's worth a couple billion dollars. He has a daily routine. He takes two dozen supplements a day, constantly monitoring his vital signs on a constant basis. And he says he has the heart of a 37-year-old, the skin of a 28-year-old, the lung capacity and fitness of an 18-year-old. And I'm not sure where he gets these these uh, mileposts from to talk about how, how his body ranks. I guess, it, you know, there are federal, you know, medians, you know, average for an 18-year-old, the lung capacity of an 18-year-old. Hell, I know some guys that smoke a lot of weed. They're 60. They got the lung capacity of an 18-year-old. We have seen them knock down the green stuff. The all-vegetable diet, as Matt so perfectly put it, with regard to Willie Nelson's incredible longevity. This gentleman spends $2 million a year on his personal health, his regenerative health program. 30 doctors and regenerative health experts oversee his daily regime. This guy's daily routine involves, you would not believe some of the stuff that this guy does on a daily basis. The diet that he eats on a daily basis to keep himself feeling young. He's strict, a strict vegetarian diet, strict, excuse me, strict vegan diet. I'm not sure the difference between a vegetarian and a vegan. I'm sure there is a, a distinction that a texter could probably clear up for us. 888-973-5476 is the text line. We always like hearing from you. His goal, uh, Brian Johnson, multi-billionaire, is eventually have all of his major organs, including his brain, liver, kidneys, teeth, skin, hair, penis, and rectum. I guess if you're spending $2 million, you want to get all the parts covered under warranty. Functioning as if they were, if he was in his teens. But a daily commitment to your health. I, I get it. If your daily commitment to your health is so that you'll have a more enjoyable be able to do more of the things you love, windsurf in the Columbia Gorge, you know, rock climb at El Capitan or whatever, you know, hike K2, you know, climb climb Everest with all those other guys from Paramount TV. That's like a fun trip. But if your life is committed to nothing but staying younger, what kind of life do you have? I mean, see, and this this is cynical me, but I would look at this and go, 
All right, this guy's tempting fate. With <laughs> Seriously. This, because it's so egotistical and so centered on him that you got to feel like there's something cosmic that he's inviting to happen very badly. He's going to be looking at his phone, checking his blood levels to get hit by a bus. In, in, in perfect health, he'll have a beautiful open casket ceremony and he'll still be dead. And, you know, if I've got two, if I got two billion dollars, you know, you know, it's uh, don't get me wrong. It's smart to take care of yourself. It's stupid not to. I fall on the stupid side. I know I tend to take a lot of things for granted, like I've got a tomorrow. I tend to take that for granted. Nothing's guaranteed. If losing our dear friend Dory taught us anything, nothing is guaranteed. Right. But this guy. He daily, I mean, constantly daily measurements of his weight, body mass index, body fat, blood glucose levels, heart rate variations. He's constantly being monitored. Now, I will say this in the story covering Brian Johnson, tech mogul, says there was a time in his life when he was working long hours, building his company, building his career, building his life. He was obese. Borderline suicidal, he said. He used to describe himself as. Because he did not take care of himself. And maybe he had such a scare. Maybe he got visited by three chefs in the middle of the night on Christmas Eve. And and they showed him if he didn't change his ways, you know, yada, yada, yada. Well, it's great to say he's certainly headed in the opposite direction now with his well, yeah. life strategy. Well, yeah. That, I, I understand that when you come, when you're, when you're morbidly obese and to the border of suicidal, you're so depressed about what you've let your physical health become. And he was just a slave to his career. He was working... You know, long, long days building this building this company that he sold for eight hundred million dollars. So the guy obviously was investing his his time and his health into building something. Yeah, if I had that amount of money, I'm not so sure that pursuing my healthier life interests would be the way I would spend my money. I would probably spend them on the opposite. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking an island somewhere, you know, with an all bikini clad staff feeding me the fattest shrimp ever pulled from my private ocean. And a steak from a cow I kissed on the lips an hour ago. You know, I mean, that's what I'm doing with a couple billion dollars. And sure, I'll have a green slime smoothie once in a blue moon just to kind of keep the old ticker up to speed. I'd have doctors monitoring me because with that much money, I'd want to live as long as I could to enjoy it as long as I could. As long as I was enjoying it. If you are every day, you should see the uh, it's got to be it's got to be three dozen blood vials on his tabletop, and he does this routine of having everything about his body checked on a daily basis, he is constantly having blood drawn every day to check these vitals so he can have the body of an 18-year-old, the body of a miserable 18-year-old who's never been to a strip club, the body of an 18-year-old who's never had a bag of Cool Ranch Doritos while falling asleep watching a, a movie and have him fall asleep on your chest. That is a great feeling that he's missing out on. So the texter clarified that a vegan is totally plant-based. A vegetarian can eat eggs or dairy, but mm. plant-based, no animal products whatsoever. Okay. Not so I got it. Thank thank you. Vegetarian eats no meat. Vegans can have animal products but will not kill an animal for their diet. Is that if I is that a pretty close assessment of what they're saying? Well, no, yeah, the other way around. Is totally plant-based. Lisa's saying I've got it bass backwards. It's totally the other way around. And I and not that I don't trust our texting audience. They are and a tremendous asset to the station. But I'm going to go with the Cairo newsroom and Lisa Brooks on this one. Um, kale, a texture says kale has more iron than beef and more calcium than milk. Now, I've heard that, too. Kale is just an absolute superfood.
That's probably why it tastes like cardboard. <laughs> Which is cool. I was cool. going to say, can they find something that's healthy for us and also tastes, tastes good? Tastes good. You know, and by the way, you can you can add kale to anything. You really can. You can put kale in, into anything. It will cook down really well. How is it in beer? Uh, chunky. <laughs> uh, tends to slow the beer bong down a ton. A little kale backed up, and that's a frat party problem you never want to have, right? There's kale clogging our beer bong, man. Uh Yep, the, the, uh, problems. Another another texter clarified. Well, first off, um, thank you, thank you, two five three. A vegan has no meat. A vegetarian has no animal products. No, I, 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 I'll figure it out. Lisa had it right, and the texter backed that up too. Another texter backed that up. Um, a texter from Mike from Tacoma points out that a lyric that we got sued for, and I mentioned this before. Uh, I used to rock and roll night, but now my hair's turning gray. Kiss was the only band to ever sue us for song parodies. I guess, I guess the point of the, the first hour of our show has been enjoy life. It's too short. Even if you're trying to extend your life by living healthier, don't do it at the, at the expense of enjoying the life. This guy's spending $2 million a year on his personal health to be, remain miserable. He'll just be miserable longer. Ah, uh, to be rich and miserable. It's <laughs> a goal for all of us. I'm halfway there. All I gotta, do is, get, all I gotta do is get rich and I'm there, buddy. <laughs> Oh, Bruce is 73, touring the world starting this spring. Awesome. It's Cairo Nights. I'm Spike O'Neill with Matt Butler. We'll be right back. vegetarian. First of all, we got that clarified for us. Appreciate that. Uh, and that kale is people. That's a great text, Brian. Thanks so much for that. That terrifies me. <laughs> kale, chips, and beer from uh, the 541. That's a nice uh, nice area code. I think it's Vegas, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure. But the uh, 541 says, kale, chips, and beer. I'll tell you, Matt, if we could patent uh, Cool Ranch kale chips, <laughs> we would be swimming in the bucks, my friend. Ah. <sighs> Cool Ranch uh, nacho cheese kale chips. We could afford that. Uh, live like an eighteen-year-old program. I, I, yeah, but I would. If I again, if I had all the money in the world, I'd spend some money to make sure I wasn't going to die tomorrow, or my best effort to not die tomorrow. But I, I couldn't dedicate every hour of every day to my health. I, I just like the taste of food too much, and I know that's a hedonistic and a very, you know, irresponsible way to look at life. But I, I think living to being a slave to your health is also a pretty irresponsible way to live a life. You know, I mean, if you're if you're dedicating every minute of every day 
to get squeezing every drop out. That's like having a race car and never taking it over 50 miles an hour because you want to save the engine and getting every mile out of that engine. And I know we don't, you know, we only get one body. Although organ transplants are becoming much better and they're growing organs on the back of mice now or something like that, you know. What they're, what they're doing with health, uh, if, I, I hate to say this, uh, one of our coworkers confessed to me, and I'm not going to mention his name out of respect. I'm not even going to mention uh, their gender other than the time I just did a moment ago. Mentioned that they're going to have uh, bypass surgery. And uh, I had mentioned on air that I had had a heart attack two and a half years ago. And uh, he, the person just wanted to ask me what I thought and what my concerns were, what my symptoms were. You know, going in, um, you could tell that this person was a little nervous. And it was a guy, I'll say that much. I, I'm not trying to be cute about this. I'm trying to be sincere. But, you know, we, we are advancing so much medically. Folks are being, folks are, are surviving illnesses and injury and disease at such an unbelievably higher success rate than we had ever had before. So I'm optimistic about living longer. I don't have to have my blood work done eight times a day. You know, I don't have to sacrifice the the pleasures of living and sleep in a hyperbolic chamber and have 30 doctors follow me around checking my stool sample for the right potassium level or whatever else this guy's doing to himself for two million bucks a year. Even if I had all the money in the world, I couldn't I couldn't dedicate I couldn't be so worried about living that I wasn't actually alive. You know, I, I just maybe maybe that's just the American in me. You know, that I'm just going to I'm going to take the not the easiest way, but I'm going to enjoy the ride. What's that old saying? Uh, you know, I don't want to. Oh, I want to get at the finish line. You know, screaming up to the finish line with a skid mark and completely out of gas. One of those. There's, there's a saying. I think it's a James Dean saying or something like that. That was live, live hard, die young, leave a good looking corpse. I don't want to do that one. That's the wrong statement. Well, That's you're what, already past live young. Ain't that the truth? Yeah, I have lived hard, <laughs> and I haven't died young, so I'm happy for that. Another, uh, another profile in dietary, uh, in you know, individuality. Mike in Tacoma says he's a pescatarian, only eats fish. is the only meat he eats. Heard a lot of that, too. Another texter, Matt. Great job on the music. Uh, people always, that's one of the underlying themes of this radio show, is that regardless of how stupid I may sound and what the, the idiotic topics I may choose, the fact that I don't have the courage to address local corruption in our politicians, which I've been accused of from a texter from time to time, we do have the best soundtrack of any station in the state, in the country, when Matt Butler's at the board. It's Kyra Knights. We'll be right back after these.